A good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, Brett? Welcome to another episode of Hyper Local Video, where we talk about everything video on real estate. And the topic of today is going to be, what type of videos do you actually create? What type of videos? Like everyone's sort of stuck like, all right, I know I got to get a video. I know I got to do this. I got to do this. But what type? Should I do listing videos? Should I do like these neighborhood videos and all that? So Red and I are going to go ahead and uh, break all of that stuff down for you to give you a bunch of just random ideas. Because the truth is, don't overthink it. That's the biggest thing that's stopping you from getting started first. Red, how you doing, buddy? Man, doing great. Appreciate you having me on, Mike. This is good stuff. I uh, look forward to doing this every couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, we're doing a little bit different format the way we're going live today, but I, I'm excited about it. And that's just the way we have to roll, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you have technical difficulties and same thing happens <laughs> in video all the time. But what do you do? You get up and you keep freaking moving. We didn't go live in Facebook today, but we did go live on YouTube. So here we are. So let's get started at the very, very, very beginning, uh, Rhett. When we talk about content creation, and I'm in the weeds, I do this every day. So I, it's like, I don't know what I sometimes I take for granted what people don't know, in <laughs> sure. terms of like video and whatnot. But what are agents having trouble with when they're coming up with content creation ideas? Let's go back down to ground zero here. I think real estate agents get stuck. Uh, and I, I sell every day too. So I mean, I'm kind of I'm talking about myself, we get stuck trying to talk to ourselves as we're real estate agents and talk to the consumer as their real estate agent. So at the end of the day, we need to market to people the way that we like to be marketed to. If you like to look at memes, you need to figure out how to make real estate memes. If you like to look at funny videos, you need to make funny videos. Whatever, put your business into where the consumer is. That's where we're, we all are. We're consumers ourselves. So, I mean, you just got to make it fun and, uh, you know, make it real and, uh, you know, have a little bit of real estate kind of mixed into what you're doing. But, man, people don't want boring videos. They want to be entertained. Uh, that's kind of the whole point where we, you know, get kind of in the trance of looking at our phones or wherever we're consuming, uh, you know, our content. It's all kind of there. Now, if we want to learn about something, you've got to, you know, deliver what you're trying to teach on. But at the same time, you can have fun with it and not just be mundane and boring. I think you hit it on the dot is entertainment. Yep. The talking head days are fucking gone. Like they're way gone. Definitely. Long, long gone. I'm writing a blog post right now about the death of lead generation in real estate. And um, <laughs> any of the leads that are being converted are not being converted on the first call. They're being converted after nurtured for months and weeks and so on yep. and so on, and everything has gone a little bit more relationship building. So my point is that you shouldn't be scared to go out there and stretch the limits a little bit, right? Every day. If you're boring, like what did Billy Jean say at the conference? He says it all the time. If you're boring, boring will put you out of business. That's so absolutely true. So how do you become fun? How do you become interested? And let's just do tip number one. Do your videos have to be about real estate all the time? Hell no. Make them about whatever's fun. Show people what you're doing. What do you like to do to have fun? What, what are, you know, find your tribe, find your people, you know, doing what you're doing, or whatever that is. Totally. But a lot of people say, well, how are they going to know I'm in real estate then? What's the purpose of doing it? Folks, you're doing videos in real estate to build upon your purpose, personal brand, because you are the brand. People are hiring you. They're not hiring your broker. 96% of people chose the agent over the brokers they're affiliated with, which really means that people don't care who you work for. They care who you are and what you do and how you roll. So what we're really talking is personal branding, which is different than marketing and real estate or like in lead generation and all of that. And I think the biggest mistake, people think that they're not interesting enough. 
life has a lot of mundane things that just have to take place. Taking, you know, taking your kids to school, you know, there's all the grocery shopping, whatever it is you're doing, you can figure out ways of incorporating stuff that you're already doing, whether it's interesting or not, and make it somewhat more interesting. You know, you can try things if they don't work, don't do it. But I mean, if uh, you'd be surprised at what actually gets the most attention. I've shared this story with, with you a few times years back, but my wife has to travel some for work. I travel some for work and uh, we kind of made this running joke about when she's out of town, you know, I'm always late for stuff. That's just kind of kind of who I am, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, it was a big deal to make sure the kids got to school on time. That was one of those things I had to like check in. So I was like, how can I make this a little bit more fun? And also making sure the kids had breakfast and everything, they were dressed and all that good stuff. So I cook when she goes out of town, which means I pretty much let the kids pick whatever you film you know, it? crappy fast food restaurant. Yeah. Well, we might take pictures and we would do a little bit of video clips with it. So, you know, next time she goes out of town, we're going to do more video with it. But we started out doing just still pictures, I guess, and just saying, hey, made it to school on time, making a post about that. And uh, what I found is, is that the engagement was so huge with it. But the interesting thing about it that I learned is that so many people that would like make comments about the same topic, they weren't liking my post. They weren't sharing my post, but they were seeing what I had going on. And that's when I realized the power of your reach is so much more than what you realize. And, uh, you know, you just have to kind of go with, obviously, when you put a video up there, you can see how many times it's been viewed. And that's kind of a neat thing sometimes. But, but at the end of the day, like, it's amazing how something so simple can become entertaining. And then, you know, I started getting suggestions about what we do. And then the kids would figure out how we can make a funny pose or whatever we're doing as we're in a hurry to get where we're going. And, uh, you know, they kind of made a game out of it and we did too. So it was, it was, uh, it was interesting and neat and people related to that because, Hey, they see uh, this guy's a working, you know, dad, he can, he can handle this stuff. You know, his wife, they know that she's the one that keeps everything together at home with, with the kids and everything. But in a haphazard kind of, uh, you know, chaotic way, Everyone didn't die, and we all you know, got a chance to, to get where we're going on time and all that fun so stuff. Here's a, so here's a fun idea. So is your wife out of town right now? No, she's not right now. She doesn't travel a lot. She going out? So here's, a, here's what we're going to do. Next time your wife <laughs> goes out of town, we're going to bring yeah. Flat Rat, and Flat Rat's going to fill in for her. While, ah, okay. I like that. Flat, flat, Rat will be, <laughs> flat Rat is going to be the marketing arm of this, because as long as he's wearing the suit, the brand is, you're telling everyone that you'll be in real estate. Sure. So let's have Flat Rat cooking the eggs. And you'll be talking behind him, but flat <laughs> rep should be telling you what to do, how to do it. But you guys, Love you're it. exactly right. You had it on the dot. It's all about being relatable. And the videos that take off the most are the ones that people can all relate to in a funny, almost like embarrassing way. And you guys could go look these up right now. Look up poopery. Poopery is one of yep. the biggest viral videos because everyone shits. And when everyone shits, it stinks, but it's something that nobody talks about, right? What was the other one the guys did? They did uh, the purple bed. Same thing, the Harmon yep. came out with all these yep. crazy videos, but they, what they do is they take the most everyday situations that we all experience and people can relate to it. So that tells you something right there, and I, I agree with that. Let's get into some different types. Let's go through and list them out, and let's give them examples of each. I like this format. So different types of videos. Let's start off with uh, the obvious, okay? Do you guys do listing videos on every one of your listings? Not on every one of our listings. Uh, I think it can get kind of boring. Uh, at the end of the day, you want people to come see your listing. You know, I, I'm not going against that it's effective, but when we do a listing video, we try to make it more of a production to tell the lifestyle, the story behind the property and show how someone actually could interact or use it more so than here's a bedroom, here's a, you know, that's what a, a 3D tour is for, you know, with a little Rico tours or whatever. Oh. We do that. But, uh, you know, that's, that's a function. We do the Zillow videos for listings because that's important. It helps with, you know, traffic there. But, you know, going through the whole production of uh, just showing the house off, yeah, guys, that, that's not what people really care about for the most part. You know, they want to really see what's going on, but they can see something really cool, a cool car pull up. And then, you know, the people get out and they're eating dinner, they're enjoying the sunset or the golf course or the kids are in the pool. 
that are kind you, of stuff I think is more, more effective. Are you featuring yourself at all in the videos? Are you asking? Uh, you know, after looking at the one you worked on recently, I think I needed to. I thought the more I just try to get a family in there, and I haven't done as many of those. Fortunately, unfortunately, a lot of our stuff sells so fast, we don't have time to, to really do all the things we need to do with them. But that's something to really consider and think about moving forward. Yeah, and I think that even if you started to like, um, when I had the videos, I didn't, the videos aren't going to sell the house. The videos are going to sell your brand. The pictures are going to sell the house and get people to show up there. And most times on a branded video, you can even upload that to your MLS anyways. So I always looked at listings as just another excuse to touch my sphere. But how you shoot the video is extremely important. Some of these videos that you see going out there in the listing side, are like people doing the floss, people just doing crazy funny shit. Those are the ones that are getting the most amount of views because they're doing something off the wall. But you know, my advice is if you are doing listing videos, get in every single one. That's just a perfect brand building opportunity for you. But you could do it in such a fun way that your character can uh, come out. Maybe we put flat red in every room of your listings. That could be, that could be a fun one. Hey, I'm going to call myself out right here because, you know, we're all about like, hey, we say we make excuses for stuff. You, yeah. you hit the nail on the head. And I kind of like when you said it, I was like, dang, that's, that, it's like a ton of bricks. Like I was thinking like a real estate agent. Well, I've already got the house under contract. What do I need to make a video about the house? It's I would not go about in the there house. And make, I would make a video on how it went under contract right away. And that would be exactly how I would do it. Yeah. That, that demonstrate, say what you're saying without having to say it. Yeah. 100%. Demonstration. Demonstration. Yeah. But even on like some of the listings, I remember one of my favorite videos we did back in the day was, uh, so I had this friend and he was a freaking huge Metallica fan. He probably had about $200,000 of Metallica memorabilia in his basement. Right. And, uh, he had a pretty big condo in the city. It was like a 2,300 square foot condo. And the bottom floor was all the drums and just surrounded by Metallica. Oh, wow. So when we were doing the video, we opened up the video on the drums, <laughs> playing Metallica, going like this, because I knew it would just get a lot more attention. Right. Um, for it. But the name of the video was the world's best man cave. So we still wanted to sell the house, but we're taking like the most interesting things of the house and starting the video there and revolving it around there. Yep. Because I'm trying to think who bought that house, but I'm pretty sure the guy fell in love with the basement because he saw it as a man cave. Therefore in his head, it was his man cave, even though he might've not been a Metallica fan. Yeah. We get so caught up in bedrooms, bathrooms, school district, neighborhood, whatever people find that that's the easy stuff to find. They can't find out about how cool that basement was or how neat the outside, you know, living space is or whatever. Totally. Yeah. You always say like, uh, and the other thing too, I remember we used to do like a lot of the pictures show off the selling feature. So the picture should be of rooms that trigger emotional things like the kitchen and things that people can be, Oh, I need to experience that. But the video really shows off the walkthrough. That's where you see how bright the house is. Right. And that's yeah. what you're going to talk about. That's where you see how much storage is in the garage or the double master closet where the women can fit all their fucking shoes in there. It, it, <laughs> it's those little tweaks that come out on the video, but more importantly, it's the branding. And that's how I would do the video. I'd be like, dude, does your wife have a fucking closet? Holy shit. She is going to go crazy on this. Like I would just let it flow, you know? But yeah, listing videos are big for this. You guys, let's go into this other video type case studies. Have you guys done any case studies on uh, any of your listings or whatnot? I haven't. I just post. Okay. So there's a post going on in the groups today. I don't know if it's in lab coats or in real closers, but the post says, do you post just listed, just sold of your listings? Mm -hmm. And there's probably, there's like a hundred comments on it right now. People are going back and forth. So my opinion on that is posting just sold, just listed is cheesy as shit. Mm -hmm. I think that you should tell the story behind it. And that's exactly what this thread is going. Like, how do you post and tell people that you just sold a house, but without being a cheese ball about it and bragging about how much money you made? If you think about it, would you want to be on the receiving end of a closing, Brett? 
Yeah. If the client, like on the receiving end, like what if you just gave a financial planner 200 grand to invest and then you see his post on Facebook and he's like, just closed. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Asshole, why would I spend my money with you, you know? Totally. Yeah. Well, yep. Is what realtors doing the exact same freaking thing though? Yep. So how do we go about it? Folks, go home tonight, turn on HGTV and just watch the case studies. It's one giant case study. Yeah. This 49-year-old homeowner just sold his house. Oh, no, it's not even sold. Get sold out of there. This 49-year-old homeowner just got an extra bedroom, an extra bathroom. He's spending $400 less a month in housing payment, and he's no longer renting. He's owning. Here's how. Yep. Same, the exact same thing, guys. But again, it's just story, adapting story. Look at every listing and be like, what's the story behind this one? What's the story I can tell behind this? What else you got to say on that, Rick? No, I, I love it, man. You just give me so many ideas right now. I'm like, wow, because I've got you know, some things we're trying to figure out too. It's like, you know, you don't want to do the humble brag. Hey, we got another one stole. But like, I think it's important too. And this is what I struggle with. I was having this conversation earlier. Like, you know, you don't want to be the guy like, hey, sold on the house, sold on the house, sold on the house. And I kind of go the extreme of that. And I don't tell people that I sold the house. I just, we advertise stuff and it goes in and out. But, you know, sometimes it can actually, um, you know, I travel a good bit, for instance. I go to real estate conferences, I speak, I share information with people, I go to learn knowledge, bring it back for the purpose of helping my office grow, helping people become more professional and helping our clients, you know, get the most they can out of their properties in the least amount of time. That being said, I, I run across people all the time, man, I've seen you everywhere. You're doing this, you're doing that. How do you ever have time to sell houses? I'm like, yeah, we're actually selling more now than we ever have. So how do you do that? Well, I put together systems and things like that. So I've got to do a little bit better job, I think, which we're having killer numbers this year, but I think I need to figure out a better job of being able to mash the two together without sounding like a douche and saying, Hey, I just, uh, you know, sold another this, or we've had these numbers or whatever. At the same time I come across and say it without saying it. So maybe we can come up with a case study or actually let's do it. Let's do it live right now. You come and come up with a, with how we could, we could put that together. So I'll, I'll give you the, yeah, give me the scoop. This is awesome. So, so my, my sales team uh, where you're into a new sales team I've got now, you know, I call them the broker. So obviously we're big about bringing new agents in and we have a lot of different resources and a managing broker and all that good stuff. But my business partner, I no secret we opened up a brokerage because the place we wanted to work did not exist. So we like to sell real estate, but my sales team, it's, you have several that are staff, but um, primarily uh, we've had, we've had 49 closings in the first six months. Uh, on, I'm going to stop right now. Here's how we start storytelling. They're no longer a sales team. They're a home acquisition team. Home acquisition team. Love it. All right. Right, right when your team starts thinking in that way, they, it, it positions them better to tell a story about the acquisition than it is to tell them, Sold because if you're calling them salespeople, they're just sold, just sold, just sold. Their brains are yep. out of the way. Now, Perfect. I think that's just a mental thing, but go ahead, keep going, let's keep going. Okay, okay. so um, here's the I just throw the numbers out there, and obviously, we're at a price point that's you know 160 average price, very low, but we've got about um, you know 10 million in volume out of 49 deals that we've closed the first six months. So it's going very well for what we're doing, and the systems are all coming together well and got pretty good pipeline of listings. The inventory obviously is the issue anywhere, but we're um, we're having fun with it and doing some crazy marketing stuff. And it's all really working out well. But how do you come across and say, hey, we just did this, we did this, and we did that without, you know, sounding like you're, hey, guess what I just did? Or look, people take as well, they guys making enough money. We don't need to, to worry about him. anymore. Exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, so you want to summarize like the last six months of production? Yeah. The first, well, the first half of the year. And obviously, yeah. we're, you know, we can go so the first half of the year, we basically want to show the point that you hustle a lot and you work your ass off for your clients and everything else. So the way I would start off would probably be like a day. I would take the concept. Again, this is just one concept. I would take the concept like in a day in the life of sort of like start off in the morning, showing you working out, but quick, fast collage like scenes. Uh, okay. 
right? So alarm goes off, shut, walking down, get coffee, go to the gym. So they see the background at the very beginning. I'm talking about a collage of like 10 to 15 seconds of clips. Once that part's done, go into office, team meeting, and then you just show the team in a collection of collaboration and show a lot of handshakes, stories, happy pictures. Focus on the happy pictures of all the closings you've had and make the collage out of that. If you have video from that, slide that in as B-roll. I probably wouldn't even use audio in that. I would just use text and keep it a minute or less. And at the end, it's a, you're telling the story of you accomplishing a goal, but at the very end, it says, and we didn't get here without you. Ah, love it. And you finish it like that. But the story is showing how you were able to accomplish what you did, but because of them. We shot a video like that today. That's why it's fresh in my head. That, that rocks. I love it. It's good fix, stuff. Fix that for Insta. Do it a minute or less. You could use it for that. And yep. You could probably create two versions of it. But you can incorporate the team through demonstration is what I'm gotcha. getting. So every team member just capture a three-second action clip of what they do for a living and mimic one transaction, but it'll be mimicked over and over and over again the way the editing would work. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, cool. Kyle Whistle did a pretty cool video of a day in life, what he was doing. I thought it was neat. That was I see mom. that one. I got to check it out. But dude, your listings, you guys, there's a lot of content. Let's go on to a uh, local community. Yep. Definitely. Um, that's, what, that's our wheelhouse. So yeah, and you guys love the local community videos. And this is where a lot of people get, get stuck because there's a lot of different things you can do in the community. And a lot of people are like, is it going to be boring? It could be boring if you're boring, if you're just winging it, like plan this a little bit better, right? Spend 30 minutes planning out where you're going to shoot and what you're going to say. You get a lot more, but let's start. Let's go out through some of the videos you guys have been doing. You guys have been doing these for a while. This is sort of what puts you on the map, right? Like you guys just started creating some of these videos and then you're like, what the fuck? And everyone's like, who is this guy? And all of a sudden, boom, you're speaking on stages and whatnot, right? Sure, definitely. And, uh, you know, kind of came into, and it, and it all really came from a genuine approach. We wanted to be kind of known as our brokerage being newer, actually five years next month. We want to be known as we're trying to become the community expert. So we're all, we connect. I think real estate agents connect the community with everybody else. They move to the area, they need their housing, then they need the dentist, then they need the dry cleaner, then they need the dealership for a new car or the mechanic or whatever it is. And if we think about it, who do we get called for on a regular basis? Hey, who do we know that does this? Who do we know that does this? And just start talking to those people in a positive way and through what they do and uh, make it about them. We put our marketing budget into advertising other companies and, we, and it really has worked out well for us and trying to just you know grow that. So, and, and it's also neat because you're, you do searches and no one else is talking about this company. So you know, you figure out a way that kind of, kind of helps, you know, build your personal brand, your company brand, whatever you're trying to do. So a lot of that's worked out well. I'll share one, you know, we talked about the Chick-fil-A video. We, we did one on the drive through It was kind of neat. Well, yesterday, a lot of people know it was a uh, cow day. So, or cow appreciation day. I don't know if, uh, not every market has uh, Chick-fil-A. Some people love them, some don't, but uh, we've had some really good ones here in our area and really good owner operators. So uh, I had my, uh, my cow suit that I had ordered for that. I don't know if you uh, can pull up on my, my feed, you can probably see a couple of pictures of it, but my team dressed up as well and uh, we, we showed up and uh, participated in Cal Day and interviewed a few folks. I've got several clips. I had to work too long, too many hours yesterday to get it all edited back down, but we're going to do a little recap video of all that that'll go out uh, next few days that will talk about what was going on there. And we shot all that on a cell phone just to have, you've kind of helped me with that, you know, not having to get hung in the whole rut of having to have everything professional every single time, which we have a guy that helps us with that. But, you know, we can't afford to hire him every day, you know, it's just not at that point. So, we, uh, we're, what we have and it won't be the best video we've ever produced, but it'll be a lot better than one we didn't produce, you know, and oh. uh, it's in this, it's real time. And a lot of people really engaged with it. And uh, I said, it was just fun. Well, we had a good time with it. There was like, if, if you look on Facebook, some of the videos that get like the 21 million views and all that, are like of the little cat looking up to the puppy dog. 
yeah. right? It's everyday common stuff that people think. And we overthink a lot of the content creation when we just have to just be obvious with it. Yeah, here's something to think about too. You just you, you threw out that large number, 21 million or whatever, whatever that is. 21 million looking at the scope of the world, or if you're like with us, um, we're in a town, a county of 110,000, a county or the city in our, uh, that we're, we're in is about now 25 or so thousand. You know, we've had videos that have had 34,000, 35,000 views in our hometown. So that's almost like how many people, how many billions of people are in the world right now? I don't, I don't should know that number, but I don't. So you got to think about it. You might get a video with, you know, a couple thousand views that could be more beneficial to your business for growing it than something that had 10 million views, right? Totally. Well, that's the hyper local of it. I think we hit the yep. point right on the head. Like, so here's what we're getting at for those of you that are newer on the hyper localness. When people go into and when you're creating your videos, first, you got to have a creative for a purpose. Do not create a video just to be like, hey, I think this will be a good idea. Instead, reverse the content creation and look for what people search for, then create videos on that. So for example, we're working with a couple people in Idaho and Boise. And um, they're, I guess Boise's blown up. We have a couple clients in Boise and everyone's relocating to Boise because we're getting the hell out of California for we know why. But for me, I move here when everyone's leaving. Whatever. Anyways, what they're doing is they're focusing on a lot of the relocations. So what do people look for? So we started looking for what do people look for in relocations that come into Boise. And what we ended up finding, believe it or not, were the top five home builders were the ones that popped up first in the search. So now what we're doing is we're creating video walkthroughs of each neighborhood where these builders are at because they're all getting like 400 to 1,000 searches a month. So we're going to be double keywording and ranking these videos as new construction homes for sale in Boise by KB Homes. So gotcha. we want to ride that traffic and ride that wave. So what's happening with, with YouTube right now is that there's not a lot of like the search is still organically pretty open in general. Like you could rank right away on page one for YouTube if you want, but it's going to be for a hyper local term. Yep. We, and we've done that with it. Yeah. The Carrollton Greenbelt. I mean, we, we do, we've done several videos about it. We ranked on, you know, on the number one page had the three of the first five spots for about six videos at one point in time. Now more people have added some since I haven't looked at it recently, but those always will be there. And, you know, it just, it just takes something very, very simple. That's just there that no one else is talking about. Look for the outliers and, uh, but ride that wave of something, you know, it's popular or, or it's, it's where people want to be, uh, you know, jump on the bandwagon with it. And, and same time, they're probably giving better relevant content from the eyes of whoever is showing it. The agent's showing that off. The builder's going to show what they want you to see. The agent is going to show you what the consumer needs to see. Yep. So think about that. You can tell, you can tell someone's story much better than they can tell it on their own in your own words. Well, let me, I'm going to give you another one. Uh, so got another agent in Boise that I work with. So she has a, a relocation guide mm -hmm. and 70% of her business is coming from California and she's just targeting all of it's coming from online. She's pretty sharp. She understands Facebook ads fairly well. Doesn't know so much about on the YouTube side yet, but here's what's really interesting. So she's been running this relocation guide forever. The same targeting, same everything. The only thing she switched up this time was the video. So the vi previous video she had was like a talking head type where she's sitting there like this and she's like, hey, what's up guys? This is the relocation guide. I know you want to come here. Come get this. You really want this thing. It's just the, the typical talking head guy, right? Right. And the type of response she would get from that video was a bunch of harsh people saying, we don't want people from California coming to my town. <laughs> I think you know which side of the fence I'm talking about here. So she would get a lot of hate mail. Now, all she did, because her messaging was like, hey, if you're leaving California, come here. But now her messaging is, 
the beginning of the video starts off like the wild, wild west. So it looks like there's a hay barrel going down the middle of the road. She goes into her kitchen and there, she can't get water because California has no water. In Idaho, she's got the river in her backyard. So that attention getter at the very beginning already generated to clients, not leads, clients. Love it. And I got the exact same thing because of the personalization in it. And the hate mail went away. Mm. That's what's interesting. That's positioning and that's communication. Just in a same script, same everything, different format. Different format. And I, have, I came up with an idea maybe you can throw back to this client. So uh, we kind of joke about it here in Georgia, obviously, a little, little different than California. But, you know, you read the labels and everything on it, you know, I don't want to go to California because everything causes cancer there. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not a problem yeah. anywhere else, but this product is not going oh. to cause cancer in California. So you could get your clients just talking about people moving. They could just start showing these labels, causes cancer in California, causes cancer. Hey guys, you're, you're, you're worried That's about amazing one. Go ahead use that. Yeah, I'm going to definitely be using that. Everything causes cancer in California. <laughs> you just show, and you just show the video, like showing all the pictures of the labels or like little I think clips. What we would probably do is show the, uh, cause we have paper straws here now and it's super annoying. Uh, we have them here too. Let's talk. Oh, uh, I don't understand it, but I don't even understand what the purpose is. I'm just going to drink out of a cup going forward. But um, anyways, that's another conversation. All right. So again, what type of videos they create? So again, it just depends. We're talking about, we're going in a couple different directions, but let me just recap what we said. If you're looking to generate traffic and leads, you create hyper local videos that people search for. If you're looking to create branded material, build your personal brand and use the videos more so to nurture your database, get people to know who you are, because you also need to be doing that, then go the community route. Is that fair? That makes sense? Fair. Absolutely. And or whatever you do in your free time, what do you do for fun? Uh, add to that, we go to the lake a lot. We like to fish, like to you know, uh, have fun on the tube. Got a bunch of video from you know, this past you know, uh, 4th of July weekend, some other stuff, but I had uh, one of my friends riding on the tube. I was driving the boat and Buddy was videoing it had an epic wipeout, which was great. Much kids on there and the mom fell off. It was perfect. It was one of, one of the kids. Got it on video? Got on video. And then we even like had some still clips we, we made of some of that. I, I shot of the, the actual rolling off the tube. It was great. It, but just turn it down to a 15 second clip. And it was kind of just a post with, with a few different things. Yep. Got a good bit of engagement from that. I think I already have a thousand views of it just on my personal Facebook well, page. If you guys notice, we keep saying engagement, engagement, engagement. So here's what happens. You get engagement, then people go to your page and they're like, oh, let's see what else you did. And that's where they see the rest of Rhett's real estate shit. That's where they see Rhett on the, on the homepage, on the, on the thing. I see it happen on my page all the time. Like I'll make one post and I'll see one person come in and like like 10 things in a row. And he's going back like 30 days. Because when people subscribe to your shit, they fucking devour it. And uh, it happens like that happens. Uh, that's like a lot, what happens to a lot of people with YouTube too. They, they devour everything once you attract them. All right. So let's go in through a couple of community videos. So maybe business owners is a good one I like. Um, let's talk about strategy and business owner. You mentioned a little bit more of a relationship building thing. I think it is. And, and really, let, you know, kind of like we, we call it the 15 seconds of fame approach for that business owner. So look, you know, oh. you may be nervous with the camera, but look, you have been doing this for 40 years and people come in here because you're so passionate about what you're doing. Tell that story for people that maybe are new to the area or, or more importantly, it's a way for you to like thank the people that have been supporting your business for a long time. Like I started this because of this, because of this, and this is where we're located. And this is what we do. And this is why we do it. Very short, you know, kind of commercial. It could be under a minute. It can be a couple of minutes if it's entertaining enough and, it, and it's showing enough about what's going on. But those kind of things really tend to pay off. And, it, and uh, one thing that, you know, to stop thinking like a real estate agent, don't worry about it if it's one of your competitor's spouses that owns that company. If you use them for whatever service or business they do, so do other people. They'll still share your content. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's win-win for everyone. They get exposure for their business, puts you in a positive light, showing what's going on there. And, and it's a way to kind of build relationships all the way around. So 
that's one of the ways we'd be able to do that. But you'd be cautious. I always tell people, make sure that it's not just the pretty young face at the counter. You need to have the person that, that had either the manager of the place or the owner. Or what's the glue that holds it all together? What, hear from them as much as anything else. So here's a couple that make really good business interviews because we're talking about engagement. And I can tell you what not to do too. Boring shit doesn't get engagement. So you interviewing your mortgage broker, I'm sorry, that's falling on deaf ears. Nobody's going to like it. And a lot of agents are like, I'm going to interview my mortgage broker, my home inspector, my pest infestified guy, the fucking garbage man, the milkman. Who gives a shit? Like, seriously, let's talk about like, I want to see the best videos right now that I like are the axe throwing ones. Why? Because that shit's brand new and everyone wants to go out and throw freaking axes. <laughs> got to be a curiosity level to it. The reason why food shows do so well is because everyone's curious of what the hell does that taste like, right? We did one for a plumbing, uh, a local plumbing contractor, a store, whatever. And uh, we talked about the business, what they do while they're there. It's like multi-generational, like the daughter's running it now. But then I said, you know, we're going to do something fun here. We did a series called Toilet Talk. There and basically, I'm sitting, on, I'm sitting on a toilet in the middle of the, you know, the, the place <laughs> yeah hold a newspaper and it's like, you know, chances are, you know, you've got more than one of these in your house and you need to know that it's not that big of a deal to take care of it. And yeah. I'm going to show you the next, uh, we're going to do five videos about how you can easily maintain the toilet in your house. And we're going to let the guy that, that works here at the hardware store that sells you the parts, tell you how to change out whatever's there. If you open up with the plumber crack, that'd be hilarious. I might change them up a little bit and do that again. I'd open up with the plumber crack and then start in on a zoom and then back up. Oh, it's that's like, even That's better. not just a crack. <laughs> That guy is going to help your water flow or something. Yeah. <laughs> we we got we to take it from the standpoint of is a DIY. Like, hey, look, if your toilet is like running, you can buy a $2 part and fix it yourself. You're not dealing yeah. with the bowl part of the toilet. You're dealing with the, the back, you know, the tank but or whatever. You're on the toilet doing it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, the intro. Yeah. And anything that's really boring. Like if you wouldn't watch it, don't do it. The things that make the best amount of engagement are... Um, the place that everybody knows their name. So we've had a couple of videos go like get to like up to 10,000 views organically. And on someone's profile has like 500 friends. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. But they all have something in common. It's because the business they interview is the place that everybody loves. So for example, we all have that perfect breakfast diner where aunt Sue has been there for 40 years and she still goes and greets every table one by one to make sure that they personally enjoyed their meal. Yeah. People rally around aunt Sue in that case. So we've seen that happen a lot. So things the community either loves or the things the community doesn't know about. Yep. We just did one with my sales team. We did a whole thing. We're sending out our postcards on flamingos and we met at a local ice cream shop and got inside the little giant machine with the claw thing. And we talked about it, but did a video that we sent out through bomb bomb to keep engagement with our, with our mm -hmm. uh, you know, sphere of influence. And then we put it out there and uh, made it as a, as a post as well. So Interesting kind of just ways of kind of just showing, you know, that tag the owner of the business and people kind of know what, what all they have there already. So it's kind of explain what they did. We just kind of shot the video there at their little arcade and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. What about um, holidays videos? Absolutely. Those are easy to do. Yep. Look at last 4th of July. It's last weekend, right? Everyone's saying, here's where to watch the fireworks. What I would do is say, here's where not to watch the fireworks. And I would open up on my couch. Yep. You know, it's like, what are you doing? No, we don't want to watch your fireworks. I'm going to show you when I get up and I take them outside on the video. Anything Mother's Day is great. Father's Day is great. Anything that shows you care. Veterans Day, Labor Day, anything you could show support. Anything that is charitable crushes. Yeah, and I, I think you can take, you know, what, whatever is relevant. Come out. We've got some things we're working on at the moment that will come out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't want to share my idea on here, but uh, you'll, see, you'll be seeing it pretty soon. Some things that go on just every year that take place. So hey, we're still in the process of planning it. But like what's going on hyper-local to 
the seasons to the summer to the, that's kind of the flamingos is kind oh, of like, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Totally random thing. But like, you know, you can't, you know, you pull up my profile and it's like, that's the background of my, my page. Like, Oh, what the heck is everywhere wearing all this pink for? And then like, and you look at it and you, okay, that's, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If people like it or don't like it. They're going to stop and pause and look at it and they're going to yep. see what it is. So it's like that attention game, but you, you can take whatever's going on and make it back to whatever, whatever's relevant to what you're doing. If you're tasteful about how it all comes together. And folks, don't forget, we go back to the numbers. None of this stuff is theory. We're not giving you a bunch of theories that we haven't tried before. We're giving you statistics on how people actually find you and use people. And 10 to 15% of the people who see each video you do will be moving this year. Most yep. of them don't know it yet. Yep. Now, all of the people who see your video, even if it's 100, so let's just do the math. Like people are like, I, don't know, I only got 500 views. 500 views seems weak now for a video, right? But 500 views, great. Well, 500 people, as long as those 500 people remember that you're in real estate, know what you do for a living, that was a successful video. Absolutely. 10 to 15%. I mean, there's 45 to 50 of those people right there that's seen it. They're moving this year. Or they know somebody that is. 100% of them know somebody's is. Yeah, 100% of them know. And if, and if you got their attention a few different times away in a way that they liked it, they're going to mention your name very likely if there's not already someone they're working with. Yep. And I always tell the people this too, is like, you know, a lot of agents get hung up on, well, they're already working with somebody. There's no, you know, that person's already working with them. Who cares? Like if I'm not someone's number one choice, I'm perfectly happy if I'm their number two or yeah. number three, because at some point in time, somebody's going to get out of the game. They're going to get out of business, find, find hmm. a better opportunity, or they're going to piss somebody off. Just because somebody already has somebody doesn't mean we stop playing defense because we could still intercept the ball and run for a touchdown the other way. Happens each and every day. And that's where the referrals come from. You help people out and they know what's going on. They may not be able to use you for whatever reason, but they may send you business if they like what you're doing. Yep, 100%. Well, cool, man. I think we gave everybody quite a bit of uh, yeah. things to chew on, different types of videos to create. Uh, in summary, community videos, business, neighborhoods, local points of interest. If you're trying to create traffic, create things people search for in your community or content people search for if you need any additional questions on this stuff, go ahead and download all of our stuff on our website. We have a whole blueprint that walks you through exactly how to do this stuff from start to finish, what to create, how to create it, and if you want to get really, really cool, how to hire a dude to do it all for you. So, uh, Rhett, go ahead. Any closing thoughts you want to add and let everyone know how they can reach you? If not, we'll go ahead and end the show. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I really enjoyed this. It's always good stuff. And I, you know, if you're not involved, get more involved. Like I learned, I probably learned as much as anybody's going to learn from this. Just, just talking with Mike here and, and we're always trading ideas back and forth. And this guy's got his stuff together and, and knows what he's doing. I love it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, to get a hold of me, it's, it's Rhett Harmon, R-E-T-T-H-A-R-M-O-N. My sales team is Retro Group, R-E-T-T-R-O, Retro Group with Century 21 Novus. You can find us on uh, C21 Novus, uh, a lot of different places. There's a few different channels we have out there. Facebook's probably one of the best ways to get a hold of me. And uh, one last thing, I want to ask a question real quick because I had this and maybe you can clear it up. But one last yep. little tip for everybody. You mentioned Instagram before we leave. You said you put a 60-second video. We had this debate in our office on that, and I'm trying to figure out how this works. I have heard that you could possibly get better engagement by a 70-second video than a 60 because it goes on Instagram that also kind of goes to what IGTV after that. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. You have to have a certain amount of subscribers or followers we're, or whatever before that works. We're, we're testing both because like on my phone, I'm getting full landscape views for my IGTV phone and nobody right. else yet, but the settings coming. I don't know why I have it or not, but my videos look normally on IGTV. So that's originally why I never posted there because gotcha. you couldn't see half of the video. 
But from what I'm hearing is that, yeah, they're going to be making this big push towards um, IGTV in terms of the algorithm and that. So what you could do now is upload the IGTV. It syncs through to your feed and then share that to your story. Gotcha. And the way you tag it is very similar. Like obviously you got to have the title and then put your hashtags and all that stuff on the body part of it. But IG is my worst platform. So, I mean, I'm not probably the best person to 100% I'm, ask on it. You know, I do get more engagement off my images than I do on my videos on Instagram. Yeah. I think people just kind of like to easily scroll. It's kind of like a little less thought put into it a lot of times. Yep. 100%. Okay. Cool. Well, maybe something we can come out. If anybody has a better idea of this, make a comment uh, below on this and let us know uh, what is working for you and how, how you're winning with it. So, yep, yep. Thank you, folks. Right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. We appreciate you. Come check us out on our site and follow us on social, therealestatemarketingdude.com, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Talk to you later, Rhett. Perfect. See you, man. Bye. Bye-bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.